0: Now we return you to the test card and some music. Take 64,
1: a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that guy over there is Rob Jelly, the Jelly All Oh, way over there as well. Across at the that. Atlantic.
0: And the entire continent of North America.
1: That's right.
0: We're doing this um, so remotely
1: explain what is going on, then,
0: I am currently uh, in in my my home home studio, otherwise known as my boudoir, (laughs) and uh, you, Jed Jed Shepard, are where?
1: In somebody else's bedroom in um, LA, Los Angeles. Right, you're You're going going to have to explain why. Um, So, we were originally going to do this episode with us going to the recording of uh, Taskmaster. I might as well just say it up front. um, Absolutely. Because that would have been cool. Um, but then I got pulled away to Los Angeles, and I really hated to do that. Um <laughs> to Los Angeles because um, <laughs> I have a film in a in a f- in a film festival here, and uh, they need me to say hello. My name's Jed Shepard. This is my film. Bye. So <laughs> so <laughs> hang on a minute. Right. Hang on. Hang on. So so, could, so, so we, we were. So yeah, you're right in saying, saying that we were, were going, going to record this
0: on the journey round from. East London, yeah. um, at round to Slough, where they film <laughs> Taskmaster, uh, which we will get onto in a moment. Um, so it was going to be a sort of mobile recording anyway, and we were going to see an episode of season seven That's being recorded in front of a live audience, and we'll explain the show in a second for those who haven't watched it. So So this this was going to be be a bit of a special show show, anyway, a bit bit of a different one, a a different take, Um, and we were going to go experience one of the shows shows we're reviewing in the flesh, flesh, as it were. But then I got back from my Holly Bob, which you won't have have noticed because every episode's been out every Wednesday and and we we sort of stockpiled. (laughs) Um, I got back on late hours of Monday night this current week, so the 24th of uh, July, uh opened, opened my phone up after 14 days, days of being off. off. got thousands of notifications on WhatsApp, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, That's so on and so forth. Yeah. And then I got several hundred emails, one of which was one from Jed, quite literally saying, hey mate, might um, be able to make Taskmaster this week because I am in LA. We'll explain on the podcast um, when can <laughs> we record. And that was all you said to me. And yeah. I was thinking, right... So I need, need to, to find, find out why, but, but I thought I'd save it until now. I didn't <laughs> even know you. you I, didn't <laughs> I didn't know you were um, out there for an awards ceremony.
1: Um, well, it's 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 it's. Or it's a it film festival? It's a film festival? I may get an award. Who knows? But it's um yeah, it's just uh, for my new film Salt with starring Alice Lowe in Bo Gadsden, um and that is going to be shown on Monday, um. So, yeah, got to be out there. And LA's crazy. LA's actually crazy. Like, uh, we walked into, I'm I'm here with my mate, we walked into a skateboard shop, and the guy who served us used to be, he was a child actor. He was in this ABC uh, sitcom for two series called Fudge, where he played, like, the main character. And, um, yeah, he just sold my mate a skateboard. And um, also, um, you know my favourite film in the world is Night of the Comet? I think I've mentioned it before. It's an eighties, eighties horror film. Um, on Monday, I'm going to my to the film festival with uh, one of the leading ladies from *Night of the Comet*. How cool is that?
0: That has just accelerated your. I'm in LA story to yeah. an entirely new stratosphere I know, of I, levels.
1: I was interviewing her for a podcast and I'm like, oh, I'm in LA next week. And she's like, cool, we'll hang out. Um, I'm coming to your festival to see your film. And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, wow. You're in my favourite film and now you're going to be watching my film. Um, That's insane. Is This is what LA does to you. I'm
0: an, I'm, well, yeah, we, we've heard your LA stories in previous uh, episodes <laughs> oh, yeah. of the podcast, haven't we? <laughs> we have, um, yeah so look we're gonna get we could get terribly distracted here yes. and uh on about what you're doing there and my my trip around the world yeah. uh, You've uh been small been island off... as
1: well yeah
0: well yeah i was on a small island called sal uh, part of the cape Verdean islands just off the coast of senegal for a fortnight which was lovely and wow. um, beautiful and all, all sorts, sorts of relaxing, relaxing and, yeah, and yeah just, just wonderful. wonderful um it's nice to be back because, you know, I get to go and do my radio show and I get to be, you know, hanging out all in a sense with you uh, for, for, a, for a couple of hours this week. So we, we should crack on. We should crack on with the format um, and then we can get back to um, sort of nattering away next week on the, on the podcast. Uh, your show first then, which we already know what it is.
1: Yeah, my show this week uh, in, in a slightly different format than we first expected is the series that's on Dave right now. In its seventh series, it's Taskmaster. So Taskmaster is a show that I'd never seen before, but um, Rob has always told me about and keeps saying that I should watch it, and finally I have, um, and I enjoyed it. it. A rarity, in fairness. When when we look back at
0: all 63 previous episodes of the pilot, uh, we have constantly found that you've watched everything and i've watched nothing <laughs> yeah. and finally we've found another show that i've seen and you haven't so exactly. i in i'm very intrigued to know what you think of it well i'm really
1: glad uh, that you, you you made me watch it because i don't think I, I think just the adverts for it and the, the kind of um the general vibe of what i thought it was um put me off it a little bit but um upon watching it i was i was much, much surprised and uh, happily surprised. Uh, just to give you a brief uh, background of what, what the show is, for those who don't know, uh, Taskmaster is literally that. It's a guy who is a Taskmaster, um, played by Greg Davis, and he is the guy that sets challenges for um, a group of celebrity celebrities, essentially. And they have about three or four different tasks every episode, and um, they basically rate who completed it the best, um, and in the quickest time, etc. And at the end of the episode, the winner is announced. Um, in this first series, it's the same set of people for the entire series. Uh, in this first episode, it's Frank Skinner, Josh Widdicombe, Roy Roisin Conaty, Ramesh Ranganathan. This is ridiculous. Tim, Tim Key. I can say Tim Key. Not uh, bad. <laughs> not,
0: bad. <laughs> not, yeah. not bad for us. It's, it's Rosine Connerty and Ramesh Ranganathan.
1: But easy for you to say. So um, these guys <laughs> set a number of challenges, and the first challenge uh, was to eat a watermelon in the fastest time. And I, I didn't expect this to be Well, can I, can, I, can I just bring you back there yeah. one step?
0: Because technically the first task isn't that. Okay. Um, the the first, first task is technically to bring something to the show. show. That's true. So, so not so so to, to sort of expand, of expand a little on bit on the on the, uh, the winning, winning of each episode, episode. Uh, there, uh, there is a series of episodes. Episode, so there is, I think it is... 8 episodes episode of this first season, season. Yeah. and um, they play for points, points in each task, each, task. each, each episode win, win, a winner and over and the series, series they accumulate like a total, total and then, and then the they get a series winner, winner. But, but each episode as well they're also, also playing for 5 prizes which are the things they bring, prizes, prizes, are are the things they bring in for the first, first task, task and each week it is, is a different, different item so the first one was to bring in their most unusual item
1: yeah, and um, I don't think any of them were very unusual. Maybe the snow, gl- the snow globe with uh, uh, Ragnish's. I don't know, Mate, grape, grape scissors, scissors, scissors is, is a really, really unusual thing, thing to own. I, mean, I have. I've seen grape scissors. That's, I don't think that's that unusual. That's just posh. I've seen people use those before. Not, really? Not me, because you don't really need them for... Gra- yeah, you know, when you're trying to present grapes in a certain way, like cut in half on, on things, on cakes and things, use grape scissors. Um, you can use normal scissors as well. <laughs> Uh, I love the, I the fact, the fact you that you people know people use who use great scissors. scissors. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and you and so you seem to think, think that, that a reindeer skull is, norm- is normal. I don't. I, think, I don't think that's strange. I don't think that's strange. I bought surely that, bought, that is more unusual than, than a snow, snow globe. globe. No, you can buy, you can buy a reindeer skull in, in in shops. Like I bought I bought a little animal skull from a market the other day. That's... is that strange? All right. Well, we'll, well, the well the the we agree to disagree. The point being the point, the point is, is neither you are, or I have or any or say in whether or not these items are unusual or not. not. Yeah. It is Davey's not. decision yeah. as Taskmaster. That is right. Um, um, and not, I'd, I'd also like to introduce the other character. character I think you were about to do that, weren't you? Alex Horn. Alex Horn is the creator of Taskmaster. He's a comedian. And you also introduced me to Alex Horn with his stand-up special when you were over my house that other day and you were like, watch this. It's really funny. Watched it. And it was. Usually when people say it's really funny, I'm straight away... Um, I have reservations, but no General up was funny as hell, and I can understand why um his format this taskmaster format, which is great by the way um is is so, so successful he 's even got an american spin off um so Alex Horn plays a sidekick to Greg Davis, and Alex Horn is essentially the man on the ground, the man who is there observing and pestering and sometimes helping. I noticed um mm-hmm. some of these tasks. So he's there. Um, So, yeah, as as you said, the first uh, task was... Okay, so
0: so I I want to just throw a couple of questions at you quickly then, this is starting. So so as someone who had not watched watched it before, before, and 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 only kind of knew what it was about from what I'd said, said. did Did you you find Greg's Greg's introduction introduction at the start clear and concise enough to understand what the show was about?
1: No. I wouldn't say because, I mean, it's quite ambiguous. You don't know what tasks are being set. Um... I mean, it's quite a chaotic format in general. Because there isn't any kind of rules per se. Um, yeah. The rules yeah. are very, very loose. I, I found, for instance, in in a later challenge where where Horn does help one of the one of the contestants. Um, is that part of the rules? Um, but there is a lot of a lot of things about this that I, I really really do like. Essentially, it's Crystal Maze, isn't it? It's Crystal Maze. It's um, <laughs> yeah. It's Challenge, Annika. It, it, it's it's just a bunch of TV shows that we like we know and love, um, but, just, but just with uh, comedians. And I know that. Uh, all, right. all right. Mark Horn did this. Uh, is his name Mark Horn? What's his name again? Alex, Alex, Horn. Alex, Alex Horn. Alex Horn did this um, when he was uh, um, at the Edinburgh Film Festival. He did this a couple of years running, um, very successful. Then shipped it around uh, various different channels to, to see who picked it up. And Dave, of course, he will pretty much uh, pick up anything and, and run with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, have a bit of a hit on their hands, mega hit, in fact. Um, But yeah, I just want want to kind of like go through some of the the challenges and I I want to see what you think of the challenges. So the watermelon challenge, the the challenge was you have one minute, you go into a room, you have one minute to eat as much of a watermelon as possible. Now, in my mind, if I was doing this, I would 100% assume um, it's a a full, intact watermelon, so you'll need to break it. Agreed. Most of them, well, not most of them, one of them in particular, uh, Roisin, how do you say her name? Roisin. Roisin. She looked at it like she'd just seen the... the first bit of snow in her life, like she was born in Australia. Well, well actually, well, actually I, I think I think, I think, I think, she, think she, saw she saw it. I think she, she walked into the room, room and saw it, it like she she'd just seen a watermelon and
0: was expecting a watermelon. wasn't expecting a
1: watermelon. Yeah.
0: Despite, Despite the fact the that in the previous room, room she'd, <laughs> she'd been she'd, she'd read a note, note out loud saying, saying You're, going You're going to enter, enter the lab, you'll find a watermelon. You must eat it within a minute, as much of it in a minute as possible once the door was opened. Yeah. So there was really no surprise to find a watermelon on the table. Well But she seemed to sort of walk into the room as if she was expecting to see... I don't know. Maybe, Maybe um, a, petting a petting zoo, zoo of, of goats, goats. and, and then, then goes, oh, oh a watermelon. Yeah. You know, like and, and, and I think Greg picks, picks this up, up at the, when, they, when, they, when they sort of review each of the videos because the they're all all, all these things, things are recorded in advance, in advance of, of the. the um, studio and studio recordings. recording. So, uh, so uh, the, the tasks, tasks are all done, done a over a series of weeks, weeks with, with the contestants who the, the comics and actors and things. And things. They, all they all go to the go Taskmaster's house, house, which I believe is over near West London as, London as well, actually. actually. It's, a it's a sort of Heathrow, Heathrow way. Um... um They are filmed, uh, they they do all the challenges separately separately from each each other, so they have no idea how the others others are done. I guess the comedy in it and and the hilarity and the chaos in it is 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 watching themselves themselves back back on the big big screen screen with the the live audience audience, and then having having to explain explain their actions actions when they do stuff really stupid. For example, Roshi, Roshi, walking, walking into, into the, the
1: Oh. <laughs> and then walking back out again to try and find implements to cut to cut the uh done <laughs> very slowly while Alex Hall yeah. is, is there with a stopwatch going. You've got thirty seconds, um, and, I think, and I think I think, I think some, some of the show is made by Alex, by Alex standing there with the iPad, iPad which
0: has got time the timer on it, on it. Yeah. And, and him, him looking, looking at cameras as to say, say, "What are they doing? Yeah,
1: like, what are they doing? Is this not clear?" It's um. Well, I I found Roisin... I can't even say her name. Rogine. Rogine. I found her to be a little bit... Like, she didn't really participate fully in all of the challenges. There was... um, so like um, I, would with with with, I would agree with that. that. I would agree I with that. I feel like she was, she was totally very
0: lax in with it and, and that yeah. yeah. kind of attitude. And and, and, and I and i and I've, part, part of me
1: when I first saw it, because I have seen this before because, because I've watched, watched every episode of all, all six, six seasons that have been on the study so far. So far. Yep.
0: I, 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 I found her to be very lazy with it. But I didn't know if that was just her attitude. Yeah. Um and I can't help but feel and I I can't help but feel perhaps Perhaps she's she she obviously a very good friend, good friend of, Greg's of Greg's because, because that becomes quite apparent in their first um, interaction of the, of the show. The, of the show. Yeah. And, I and I can't help but think maybe because this was, this was the, the first episode, at least the first series of the show,
1: they wanted people that they knew pretty well. Alex and Greg have clearly known each other for a long time. That's why they work so well together.
0: Yeah, But also it's been written very cleverly by Alex and Greg. Yeah. But I, can't but I can't help but think, think that, you know, Greg and uh, Frank, Frank are not necessarily, necessarily the same, same age, age but, they're but they're not too dissimilar in age, really. really. Mm-hmm. Frank's 58, I think, I think in this. Um, um, and it was, and it was 2015, this uh, episode, 28th so of July, 2015. July 2015. Yeah. Um, um, so, so it's three, three years, years old now. now.
1: And I can't, and I can't help but think that Frank and Frank Greg probably knew each other
0: from stand-up circuit, being similar age, they kind of got a... Uh, a connection there. Connection there. Well, um, Tim Key and
1: Alex Horn friends. Well, yeah, yeah Tim, Tim, Tim Key and Alex Horn are friends. Uh, obviously, obviously Roger knows Greg, Greg very well, well and vice versa. versa. Yeah. So I think,
0: so it's, I think it's, it's a, sort, it's a sort, of of sort of safe pair of, of hats. For, for this first, first show and first series, series, I feel, I feel like it's a little bit of a safe choice of people. So perhaps maybe not the most ideal I would say, just throwing head to other series, the collection of people on it are immensely hilarious together. There's something. There's something just magical, just magical about, about some
1: of some the of combinations, combinations of, 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 of uh, people, people. Yeah. On, on the, the show. show. I found Josh Widdicombe to be an, like, really annoying. He he would cut off other comedians when they were explaining their own challenges. He would constantly cut off people um, and just talk over them. And they like, they would they didn't seem too happy about that. And I, I just felt that he was just a, a bit of a nuisance. And um, but yeah, so that was the first challenge of Watermelon Challenge and. Uh, obviously they tackled it in their own inimitable ways um, and I think uh, Ramesh's uh, smashing on the watermelon on the floor was incredible um, Very, absolutely, absolutely amazing, amazing. absolutely, fun, absolutely yeah. and I actually, you know, actually mentioned that, mention that as well, well when, like when you know, you know we're talking, they're talking they're about talking the watermelon, we'll go and tell the task in a, a, a second,
0: second. Um, um, when, when you, you watch, watch it back and Ramesh is explaining his <laughs> mindset Greg and Greg Alex are in hysterics and I think that's almost kind of the beauty of it is that rather than them being fully prepared, fully prepared so for everything that the, 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 the comedians, comedians are come going to come out, out with yeah. They, the element of the show that for the them, 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 the them is the unknown is, unknown, is, what, is what they're going to come out with as their explanation, explanation. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, uh, you uh, with even the with the task, task round, round and the, the prize, the prize round, round at the start yeah, when, he, when they go when through each bit Greg says, Frank will be brought in great scissors, Josh will be brought in they all go and explain what they've done before they say what it is where he goes, Tim, what have you brought in and he goes, reindeer skull yeah, and just, just says nothing, nothing else, and, and a big picture appears, picture appears screen, on the screen, and, and then Greg turns to the and audience and obviously goes, that is how you play this game. game. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's not the, the lack of words, words in that instance, instance it? And, it, and it's, and it's the, the combination of people, people trying to, to dig themselves, themselves out of holes and those that shoot straight. Down the down line, the line really like Tim Key. Exactly. He's, he's got no, 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 no issues, issues, about, issues about, cheating, about cheating, no issues about being, you know, cutting corners or or just getting straight, straight, straight to the point. I'm not, really not going to give you any unnecessary, unnecessary waffle. This, this, is, this is it. it. Yeah. It's uh, and the combination. I really like Tim Key anyway. I think he's I think he's very funny.
1: great. We've tried to get him on the Monkey Tennis podcast, another podcast I do. We've been trying to get him on for a while. It looks close. Uh, and we 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 might have him on a, on a, on a show in the very near future. Who knows? We've just announced uh, watch this. Watch this space. Uh, yeah, Stephen Mangan, who is oh, f- oh nice, yeah, you know him. He's he, he was in uh, one of the uh, series of um, I'm Alan Partridge, and he's also in episodes. My um, um, next Green Wing, Green Wing, of course. Um, yeah, so he's coming on the live show, of the London podcast. Very, very nice. Um, anyway, very, very so nice. the second challenge was to. Uh, clear as much water out of the bath without pulling the plug from the bath and with the missed, 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 missed one you've missed what one, was the other one? Paint, Paint a horse on a, a horse i'm so sorry yeah <laughs> that, that was no, it's, okay. No, it's okay it's okay, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> because <laughs> i think I think,
0: I think, I think that it goes to show chaos the chaos of the show <laughs> sometimes is is, is so, so immense that you don't always keep track of it but but, but I think that's, that that's it's one it's of those shows that, that you don't, don't need to do need necessarily a be able to keep track of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it's just, I think it's just, just a machine, machine gun of, of, of silliness. silliness.
1: So, so again, uh, with this, when so the the challenge was as a farcical one. They had to paint a horse with watercolors while riding the horse, and now everyone just got on with it and and did it and did their best. And obviously, the pictures will come out rubbish. But again, uh, Roshan, she refused to do it. Um, <laughs> they had to make her go onto a, a fake horse, um, a tra- tra- no, tra- no, training, horse, horse, training horse, while she looked at a horse outside the window. That is not being part. No, of no the I know. I, it, it's yeah. Like, yeah. like if you, if but, you, but, for but, instance, but, if you were on uh, the Crystal Maze <laughs> and one member of your group was like, "No, I'm not going to do that mystery one. Um, someone else can do it. Um, I'll just, I'll just stand here and and look through the window." You, you would not yeah. be yeah. happy. Um, no. no. But yeah, the game but I, out I, I, sure. I, I, I kind of I, I kind of think though, like because we, we, we talk about like, like um, and obviously this is a very different, different show for us to to, to, to kind of analyze, analyze really, really as, as opposed to, to a drama or a sitcom or that, or something, or that something that's, that's fictional. fictional.
0: So, so but we all we talk about like, like, the connection you get with the people that are on the show. And automatically, I have this sort of. Um, um, sort of, I, sort of it, cause it's, it's an unspoken respect, respect for, Greg for Greg as the taskmaster, taskmaster and I feel and a little bit sorry for Alex being, being talked down to as the sidekick yeah. and then, and I, then get, like, I get a different, get different kind, kind of vibe for the each of the contestants, contestants and like I want, want Ramesh to do, to do as, as, well as well as possible as well as because, possible. because, because and him and Tim Key because they because have, they have this sort of no filter attitude to life. To life. <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of like both of them. Whereas Eugene, I'm, I'm a bit like, like hope I you hope you lose.
1: Yeah. And actually, and that's not a
0: bad thing. That's not a bad thing. I think it's nice that I can have that because I I want to continue watching to make sure that she does rubbish. Yeah, I wanted her to do rubbish. I
1: wanted Josh Whitacomb to do rubbish too. I wanted them both to like fail everything. They, they yeah, yeah. Just and, like, and I love Frank. I love,
0: I love Frank Skinner. Frank's he's like, like he's like that so
1: sort of he's almost, he's almost like that like like granddad sort of, yeah. Sort yeah. of figure it, it, that, you that you kind of love. love. you want, him, want to well. him to do well. He's an older guy, yet he got stuck in as much as anyone in this ep- in this episode. Really loved it. Um, And then, so the third challenge was to get as much water out of the bath as possible. And I love the the techniques they they did. Some people just kind of got buckets and and spoon the water out with buckets. Um, Yeah. uh, I like how Tim Key just literally jumped in the bath, which is what I would do. Jump in the bath. Uh, I was about about to say, (laughs) that is is my my tactic. tactic. And I guarantee that is your tactic as well. 100%. As soon as I saw the bath, jump in, splash around. Uh, But he did cheat. He, he, He unplugged the bath and he got caught in the following footage um, when they showed him fully aware that he unplugged the bath. And um... well, I think, well I, think, I think I think the unplugging, the unplugging was, was accidental. Was accidental. I, think I think it was
0: the, the fact, fact that he, that he tried to cover up that the plug was unplugged and, was up, and, and he, he spotted it and gone up, and going, up, oh no, I need to put back that back in. in. Come on,
1: he must have known.
0: I think when you see him thrashing around in that bath, that is an accidental like... I th- I think the, the plug, plug came out accidentally, but right. when he, he realized he it he didn't say anything, he just, anything. He just thought hopefully no one notices yeah. and, and if I just, I put, just put the plug, plug back in, get away, get away with it. it. And and similar similarly to the like the, the, the watermelon, watermelon bit, bit yeah, at the end when he, he gives, the gives the a little wink to the camera and he takes another bite of watermelon on the way out. Like you know, and I think his cavalier attitude to it makes it funnier as well.
1: Yes, yes, And he doesn't he doesn't try to justify himself to Greg, you know, it's like before the live task at the end, which is the final one which we'll talk about in a second.
0: Uh, uh, Greg, Greg sort of sits him and he goes, Tim, goes, Tim, are you, you going to cheat? cheat? And you he sort of looks at him and it. goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, going to cheat. cheat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if, if I can, if I can, and I can get yeah. yeah. away with it, gonna I'm going to do it.
1: it. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, but, yeah, so um, that, that's not the task. And then um, what was the final task after that? There was so the one. Final the final task was on a on, li- live one on, stage, one on stage. So they, they obviously do all these pre-recorded
0: tasks, tasks uh, in the, the Taskmaster house before beforehand, and they're showing back afterwards. afterwards. But then, they then they all perform a live task, task on stage, and, and this one was to in get a in, a tent, tent, in a tent, It was intent, put on a on onesie,
1: and emerge from the tent in your onesie. Uh-huh. And fastest uh, uh, wins. Yeah, I actually don't think this challenge because it wasn't pre-recorded. I don't think this was as exciting or as interesting as as the previous ones, because um, obviously he has to it in front of a live audience. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it kind of. I mean, that's that's the episode. It's a kind of a a challenge based. TV show where there can only be one winner and I've just seen who's won the whole series and I feel sick. I feel
0: <laughs> sick. <laughs> like, don't spoil it. it. I don't want this don't spoil spoil it to everyone, well, but like
1: a person that I don't want to win won the whole series um, and um, but like I genuinely didn't think going into this that I would like this show, but I really, really like this show, and I really do want to see episode two. And again, Excellent. Excellent. if we look at what we need to have in a pilot to make you watch on or to make it a successful pilot, it is the ability to make you want to watch on to the next episode. Yeah, um, I can't actually. Cracking theme things. tune. I can't actually remember the theme song, but it's done by the horn section, right?
0: Yeah, it it's is the, the Horn Section. So Alex Horn, horn is not is only a writer he's a writer, but he's a musician as well. Yeah. Um so, so he, he has a, a, a sort of band of other people, writers and musicians that he works with in the horn section. Yeah, is what, what they're called. called. Um, um it's well you've, well, you've heard, heard the theme tune if you're listening to the podcast and yeah. but Jed, uh, so for you, I will perform it now. <laughs> <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's a really good title sequence as well. As well. I think it's really catchy. catchy. It's really it's it's, it's silly, silly, but it's slightly mysterious, mysterious. So almost puzzle esque, uh, uh,
1: which I guess is, I guess the, is the point. point. It's, it's, it's tasks and the challenges, challenges ahead. ahead. So I've got a have question. Why why do you, why did Alex Horne not want to host this? Like because he hosted the the Edinburgh film um, Festival, um, Edinburgh Festival ones. Why didn't was he not confident? No I, no, I don't, I don't think, so. think so. I think it was a conscious choice to be
0: the co-host as opposed to the, host. Opposed to the lead host. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think he, he probably came up with the idea... as, as, as I, I, think I think he, think he were, were, I, I, think I think he's funny. Fun. I, I think, think he actually he works, works really quite well, well, well as a front oh, man. Yeah, when you yeah, watch the Horn Section television programme, which is the one on Dave as you said I showed you first, I think he can hold his own as a lead and as a solo actor, as a comedian as well. I think he can do that, fine. Yeah. Yeah, but but I I think think that maybe maybe what he did was saw this this opportunity to take more control on the creative side of the show, show, Mm -hmm. but have have someone someone in mind who would
1: just just be the presence that the 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 taskmaster taskmaster, um, sort of um, demands. demands.
0: And and, and and I actually actually don't think anyone would do it better than Greg Davies. I think just his comedy stylings, but also the fact he's six foot eight, just means he just... Dwarfs, dwarfs over everybody, everybody as a sort of you know, know wait, 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 is is like a, a teacher, teacher like a master type, type,
1: thing. type thing but then do you not think that the show would be better <clears> if if the host of the show was the ones at the challenges too and it was just one person because this isn't Taskmaster this is Taskmasters but,
0: and
1: I feel yeah. like it's diluted a little
0: bit. Well, I would, would say that only people as attentive as you and, and I would notice, notice that Alex Holmes was the writer and creator, and creator of the show. Right. Hmm. I, don't I
1: don't
0: think, think many, many people would see, people would see, see, it, see that. that. I, 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 I think, think most people would see it as a show that Greg Davies came up with and his mate Alex is actually the sidekick. Yeah, probably,
1: yeah. I, the, I, the, I, I mean, not, that's, that's not what I initially thought. That's what I initially thought. To be honest, I thought uh, Greg Davis had had created this. It seems like he did. And yeah, yeah but it's only someone like, only because your because, you're, because, you're, because you're knowledge
0: of television, your sort of love television, of television, sort of love television. television you that you would look into, into it any further and go, and go, "Oh, actually, yeah, oh, okay, okay, that's that's that then." But I think that's I think done deliberately. I think it's done deliberately to make it feel more like Greg's show than Alex's show. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I guess it clearly, it clearly, use, clearly, clearly, Alex is, clearly Alex is just, just a comedy, comedy genius. genius. Anyway, um, anyway we, I mean we. we, 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 we I could go on about this show for ages because because I've watched all all the first series series and, in fact, all five following series as well, up to number six, six, which uh, which is recently just finished on TV. TV By the the, the way, all six six seasons seasons of this are are currently currently available available on UK TV TV Play online, online. so you can can watch all six seasons that are currently available. And season seven is coming soon, so the fact that they're recording the episodes for the live audience now means probably September...
1: Yeah, I reckon, I reckon I would, I would probably, probably September, September maybe, um, maybe a little later. later. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like I said, I did enjoy it very much. And um, I will watch on. I might start with Series 7 when that comes out and work my way back if I enjoy it.
0: Well, I would say say look up the contestants contestants of each series and see if any of them them take your fancy. If If there's a few people in there you like, I would go go and say go for that series and see what you think. I think it just gets a little bit more fine-tuned as the seasons go on. Obviously, we're only talking about the pilot here, but personally, I think it gets just a little bit sharper, a little bit slicker as it goes on. But it doesn't really change at all from the first episode to the last one of season six, other than being a couple of episodes longer come, come season, season six, six.
1: Um, I think season three might be the one for me because it's got uh, Al Murray Dave Gorman Sarah Pascoe yeah, yeah. Um, that's a very good, good series a very very, very good, good series, good series. Uh, uh, Al, Al Murray is very very good, good in, in that as is Dave Gorman again I think I think the beauty, beauty of this, this is sometimes for everyone will find at least one, one person in there that they find funny mm-hmm. if, you're if you're into comedy that is yeah. you'll find at least one person you're a fan of and they may be one or two people you've not heard of before or never seen their stuff and I think it's quite a nice introduction to the style of their
0: comedy the new series which is being filmed has got Rod Gilbert who I'm a big fan of and a guy called Phil Wang who I've never heard of before Netflix, Netflix uh, and James, uh, James Acaster, who I'm a new fan, fan of. of. Mm-hmm. Phil, Phil Wang, I've watched a few of his bits on Netflix, Netflix or because or of, of his, his appearance in Taskmaster, and, and actually I, I find him very, very, very funny. funny. Oh, so nice. um, I, think I think it's, it's a, a, not, also it's quite, a quite a nice sort of um, vehicle for introducing you to some new comics potentially as well, which is never a bad thing. We'll score this in a bit, if that's all right with you, but I think it's time to probably talk about my show this week. What is your show this week, Rob? Well, Well, my my show is is one, I believe, believe, possibly possibly one of of the the original original sort of challenge-based shows shows on television, television. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, was was epic in its era, era, and to be honest, I think it still stands stands up to this very day. day. Uh, It Uh, it is Treasure treasure Hunt. Hunt. Now, if you watch the television in the 1980s, this theme tune would be incredibly recognisable to you. Uh, very, very catchy. So and this good. show, I, I, this show, it, I, I truly believe may be um, a turning point for, cha- for for contestant-based challenge shows uh, yeah. <laughs> going forward. I mean, this the the, the ambition in this show. We we'll get to that right off the bat. The ambition in this show is immense
1: second in fact right now i can't think of a show more ambitious and on and on a grander scale than this show
0: agreed absolutely agree with that it is um it's got an amazing theme tune is it's an incredible opening title sequence if the opening title sequence doesn't convince you to watch this show well you know i don't know what's wrong with you to be totally honest with you it's it's are utter chaos but it's done in such a fun and friendly way uh, uh and, there's and there's so, so much mu- i feel i feel, I feel, I feel like that there's, a, there's an, an instant, instant love for, for this, this show, show.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right off the bat right, right from, from the, the very very, very start, start. And, and okay um 1982,
0: 1982 we're talking about here we're going back almost 40 years now
1: wow uh, and, 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 and interestingly
0: uh the 28th of december Nineteen eighty-two. Yeah, not necessarily the, your your most obvious time of year to be starting a brand new show, uh, let alone a, let alone a series. Yeah, very true. Yeah, um, and also the choice of location for this show uh, for the first episode. I mean, is it's
1: madness. Great. It's um, I, I, I was I was so confused. In my mind, Treasure Hunt was just done in like Norfolk or somewhere like that. Um, well, it was but
0: here's the thing to explain straight off the bat what the show is about okay. um i kind of need to preface it with um the location stuff that you're talking about here so the very first episode it was, was by- based in bali in indonesia and a small island in indonesia and now i think this is an genius move on the part of the creators of this show um and and it and it shows a whole heap of faith in the in the station in the t- production company to invest the money in doing this Uh, where they did it internationally. Uh, However, if you look at the details of season one, the rest of it, and the succeeding six seasons afterwards, you'll notice that the first episode of every season is done internationally abroad, and Mm -hmm. the following episodes are all done in the UK. Uh,
1: Very, very clever. Very, very,
0: very Very clever clever. uh, use here of um, your first episode. Yeah, uh, massive, massive tick mark from from my opinion. Well, this is uh, why to, to, this to is go nuts in the first episode and draw you right in.
1: Exactly, it's a pilot episode. You have to go big or go home. And who knows if there would have been a second episode um, if they hadn't have gone big? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I was I was instantly drawn to how comfortable and 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 how quick it, I was back into that place watching this on TV.
0: Yeah, the, the, absolutely. So.
1: Do you want to explain the concept of the show
0: or shall I do that? Uh, You can do that if you want, yep. All
1: right, so so if you haven't seen
0: it, um, and for those who are, well, have been born since 82, there's a good chance you may not have ever sort of really sat and watched it properly. Uh, The idea is you have two contestants who know each other uh, in the studio with the host, and they are given uh, books, reference points, and a huge map of where Annika is, Annika Rice, uh, who is... All kitted up with all the, all the sort of headphones and microphones and, and wireless kits. Uh, and she has a helicopter pilot, a sound engineer and a cameraman with her. She is on location. Yeah. Um, and they She can hear everything in the studio. The studio can hear her, neither of which can see each other, though. So it is a blind treasure hunt. Yeah. Uh, but they can hear everything. So everything Annika says, we can hear at home, and the studio can hear there. Everything the studio says, we can hear, and Annika can, can hear. That point there, I need to stress, is one of the elements that sort of frustrated me a little bit, but I forgave the show for... Well, the sound quality. Because... No, 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 not even that. The just sheer chaos of of everyone talking at once. <laughs> It's nineteen eighty two to start with, so first things first nineteen eighty two tech was not what we have today, yeah you know, we are well you're um, this again reiterating the fact you're sat in l a and what time is it where you are It's nine thirty in the morning, right well, it's five thirty in the evening here in London, and the fact is that you and I are hooked up on a phone and via two computers recording this podcast mm-hmm. now we we're doing this in two bedrooms with all this kit and it's well it, it's perfectly in sync there's no delay on the line i can hear you crystal clear yeah uh, you can hear me whereas in 1982 it's it's not great she was it's basically
1: strapped to um a uh, military like phone system um her yeah. body was basically robocop she had wires coming out of every orifice she had she had big antennas sticking out of uh, of a big pack on her, on her chest yeah, it was amazing. She managed to kind of run all over Bali and uh, jump out of helicopters with all that stuff on her. Exactly,
0: well, exactly well, exactly my point. My point. I mean, I mean this, this, you, this, know, this, you, you know, you have to have kind, to of, kind bear of bear that, bear that, in, that in mind. In if mind. you're going if to watch, you're going this watch this back, back now, now, you've, you've got, got to remember, remember it's 1982. 1982. The tech, tech was, very, was very, very uh, uh, primitive, primitive. Uh, but amazingly impressive to have it's even said to to you know a head of television production unit and gone look we want to do this show, here's the concept, and they go, well, that is going to be is fraught with technical issues yeah. that, are going to, that are going to hinder the show Im- immensely. But they still all bravely went forth where no one had gone before. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah so there's a thousand pounds prize money up for grabs in each episode episode, and they have five five items items in five five locations locations to uncover. If they do that, they win the money. Every, every location and every uh, clue they solve uh, wins them a different amount of money on on the way up to a thousand pounds. Um, Annika is, as I say, out and about. She's got the pilot in the helicopter. She's got a cameraman and a sound engineer, which she, she introduces you to, by the way, which I, I found was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, really I found it really amazing. nice that she introduced... Yeah, yeah Quintin was the pilot. Uh, I don't remember the sound recorder or sound engineer's name or the, and the, the cameraman, cameraman, but she, <laughs> she, she made a point, point of sort of, of, you know, they're a part of her team, team and they're as important to her as... as uh, they're as important to the two people back in the studio, really. Yeah. As, as Annika is, because without them, they can't hear. I thought it was a nice or, touch. I know, it's just a really nice sort of nod to the team that would basically have helped keep the show together.
1: Yeah. I, I want to talk about briefly the, the, the guests in the studio. So uh-huh. um, the, these guys, um, two members of the public, they're fishing farmers, fish farmers by trade, um, a husband mm-hmm. and wife. They seem very posh, as does... Yeah. Everybody involved in this particular show, um, <laughs> um, and they seemed quite quite bemused to be there. And what there's a couple of things that I, I found interesting yes, they talked over each other a lot during this, but that was due to the fact Annika at the start she thought her job was to narrate every little thing that happened, so she wouldn't stop talking. And they were trying to, they were like, Annie, Annie. Annie, at one point he said to her, and then this guest is telling Annika Rice, saying, Annie, can you just pay, pay attention, please, please pay attention. And then he was saying stuff, he's been quite patronising, he was saying, good girl. When she did something right, he would say, good girl. And I was like, oh my God, this was different times. Um, yeah. And quite often they would have to I, tell well, her, well, Annika, well, pay I, attention. I, I, I
0: totally agree. But I think some of that is caused by the, the yeah. tech, the, the delay and, and the signal thing and things, things like that. that. But also some I feel deal. like, because this is the first episode, Annika was probably told, "Look, you have to you have to be engaging. You have to you know draw everyone in." Yeah. She was she wasn't told to you know keep it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like actually th- there might be a slight um, bad mark really here on the on the direction of the show in the studio's point of view because. Um, whilst I quite liked the fact that the host and for the life of me can 't remember who he's, what his name is now, he kind of let the two contestants get on with it. He very rarely chipped in unless it was necessary for him to do so. Uh, he seemed to understand the concept of too many chefs bore the broth whereas what they should have I, I feel like they probably should have done was let tell the contestants, look when you communicate with Annie,
1: while she might be talking to each other amongst
0: you know in the studio reading out loud stuff in the book. Annika, Annika can, can hear all that. You need to almost tell her when you're talking to her.
1: Yeah.
0: And when she's talking, don't speak over her because you won't hear. Like, well, like one of the things that we we do with like radio guests at the moment now is is oh, I was always explain them. Don't don't assume if they've been in before that they know what to do. Just always sort of say to them, you know, yeah. talk naturally in talk naturally across the table to the presenter. The microphone will do the work for you. You know, you don't have to lean into it or anything like that. Yeah. Um you know, don't feel like you have to keep talking any longer than you want to. Just answer the question as you see fit, and and the conversation will flow from there. Well, I, I think there needs, to, I think there was almost needed to be a little bit more direction to the two contestants. Yeah,
1: well, um, just talking about uh, mic technique. When I went on to uh, your radio station, uh, BBC Essex, you uh, on one of your colleague show shows, are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on one of your colleague's shows, um, I was told that I don't need to sit forward. But as you know, Rob, I always sit forward with my mouth basically on the mic. Talking you about, I just That's just how I am. Um, so I could totally understand issues with with the sound in this this TV show but the the thing that I um, absolutely love the most is Annika Rice's enthusiasm about everything even in the first two minutes where she's like the kids are running away it's brilliant (laughs) when they're running away from the
0: helicopter I don't know if you noticed this but Annika Rice's favourite number what is it?
1: Oh, um, I don't know. Millions, 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 millions of kids. Yeah,
0: there's millions of kids. There's there's all this all the sand in barley in my eyes. Yeah, um, I, I you know I, I I totally agree, and I think she makes this show. Um, she by is the way, the the host is um, Kenneth Kendall. Yeah, Kenneth Kendall. He was a uh, former BBC newsreader before this. Um, certainly, and. I just think Annika is the, is the absolute glue to this show, and it, I think if it had been anyone else, I don't know if it would have worked. It
1: wouldn't have. Her
0: enthusiasm, her, her gun-ho attitude to everything. I, I mean, I wrote down a few bits and pieces here. Yeah. Um, Annika trying to, like, scene set over the studio mutterings so that you get a little bit of confusion. Yeah. I feel like she was overexcited. But yeah. actually, I will absolutely let her offer that because... I would be overexcited Mm -hmm. if I was in a a faraway destination like Bali, riding in a helicopter, being told to chase down these different pieces, clues and things, and then said to be told like you've got to get to that thing like now we're running out of time and she goes right okay I'm going to get a bike and she just goes that can I have amazing. a bike and she steals a motorbike and I love her it's, it's so like, good and like also
1: a, the health and safety and HR people nowadays would be losing their tiny minds that's what, exactly what I thought there was one bit where she's was running down these massive steps and I was like this would never fly now um, but uh, and also at the end when uh, she had like two minutes left she jumped out of a helicopter and just hijacked a, a car and was just like drive me now and it was down these yeah. little cobbles these little kind of dirt roads where there's children crossing and he's like go faster go faster I loved it I loved it and like like and I can't stress enough how impressed I was by Annika Rice. She was just the MVP times a hundred she was um like just incredible and I mean, you forget how original this this format was and how and she was 24 at the time she was 24 when she did this and was she, she really she was 24 and wow. she, she was doing this role with like like the absolute like confidence of a of a like a a long time uh, tv stalwart um she is just for her alone, I'm going to give her an extra two points, I think, just because I think she's she really makes the show, and that's why it continued for, for many seasons after.
0: Absolutely. Um, I, th- I just feel like the show is an extremely extravagant yet simple idea. Mm-hmm. It's so very, very simple, and I've seen it replicated hundreds of times over in all manner of formats, in television, in radio form, um, and I think it really, truly set a pathway for what Contestant-based shows could be where there's challenges involving kind of direction of someone else. You, you mentioned Crystal Maze earlier on. Yeah, we we did that recently with Richard O'Brien. You know, I can't help but think that you know these shows pioneered that yes. that kind of task and challenge TV mm-hmm. that we 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 still love today. You know, there's still a a, a huge element of it today in in the shows. Okay. Uh, we are massive now on our quiz shows uh on television you've only got you can go to any channel on television now and find a quiz show at some point um BBC1's got pointless uh you've got the chase on ITV channel 4's got their own versions like the 100,000 pound drop yep. you know we're we're obsessed with quiz shows now but actually we still have quite a few shows as well if you look hard enough that are very much challenge based
1: well this leads me to to my question I'm going to ask you right um, so when Annika left to have a baby in 88, so this ran for mm-hmm. six seasons until she had a baby, uh, she was uh, replaced, was only meant to be temporary with Annabelle Croft, the former tennis English tennis player, uh, for one season. And she was only meant to be a guest star, but then the uh, series stopped, so Annika didn't come back. And then they rebooted it briefly in 2002 with Susie Perry of The Gadget Show fame. Um, yep and who does F1 commentating or or punditry now, Um, who would be the best person to uh, play this Annika role in a 2018 reboot, would you say? Could they do this show now, and who would be involved? I would love them to
0: do this show now. Um, I feel like the studio host host would would need to be be someone uh, authoritarian and someone of a slightly older ilk. I I think... think... your, um... do you know who my
1: pick would be? Oh, yeah, be... Go, on. What, 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 go on. What I think of Dave who I'd have, Dave Gorman. I would. I would make it. I would make it Dave Gorman yes. because he has yes. the authority, the straight face, but also he would he would bring comedy out of the smallest incidents. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think
0: the I think the out and about would have to be someone. someone I mean, nowadays, if if you rebooted this now, yeah. it would be, and I don't mean this in any disrespectful uh, disrespectful way whatsoever. Yeah. This would be something like Stephen Mulhern or Vernon Kay in the studio, God. and it would be um, really... your um, what's her name, Scarlett uh, Moffat, off of uh, Gogglebox, who now does stuff with Ant and Deck, Saturday right. Night Takeaway, and things. It would, be, it would be that. That's I what it would watch be that. nowadays. I would no, watch and that.
1: I and I wouldn't watch it either. Oh no, want... you've got it right there. In the studio, it'd Ant and Dec. it would be Anton Deck. I've got, got what? What? In the studio, it would be Anton Deck doing the studio bits, and uh, the person running around would be Fern Fern Cotton?
0: Oh, no, don't pick Fern Cotton. Okay.
1: Holly Willoughby? No, I don't. I don't. She's a bit
0: older. No, now. no. no I, 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 I don't mean to be disrespectful, but the whole sort of blonde female thing, would it would. Okay. It, 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 Annika, Annika didn't. And it, oh, she I had something about her. You, you can't. Yeah, you she can't had something else her. about her. She had an enthusiasm that wasn't girly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't mean that. You know, because actually, that is a as quality you need for certain television. Mm-hmm. you need to sort of, some. You need that a mix of of, of male and female personality. I, I totally, I, I totally get it. But what you need is. um Do you, uh, you know? Do you know who would do it? Do you, I just it. Who? And they could do with it. They could do with a new job. You ready for this? Yeah. Brace yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mel and Sue. Yes. Yes. Me, Mel and Sue um, in the studio though. Oh, no, no. I think I think almost separated. One in studio, one on the one on the helicopter.
1: Mate, pitch that. That's brilliant. Yeah. I I just I just think that because
0: they're I think it's the rapport. I think. If you look at Kenneth and Annika, yeah. they clearly have an understanding. You know, there's the old there's the old guard and the new and the new you know, the new sort of fresh fresh blood on you know, in, in Annika. I think that is a as a as a, a working concept. But I would, think that really works. But would, in a today
1: you'd need two people super in sync for true. it to work. But would you get Mel and Sue jumping out of helicopters, running around hijacking oh, cars? Yeah. yeah?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I think you would. Um, I'd watch it. 100% I'd watch it. um, I I could see someone like Chris Evans doing it potentially. Um, As as a sort of a male sort of side to it, I could see that happening. Uh, I don't know if I would necessarily necessarily think think it's a a good idea, idea, but but I could could see see it.
1: it. How about Baby Spice?
0: Oh, God, that would drive me nuts. I know, you hate Baby Spice. <laughs> I don't know, no, please don't, because cause I've met her in person, and she's actually lovely. Okay, right, right. But I, 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 I can't, can't stand, stand her beautiful. presenting. I just don't think she's that good at it. Sorry, <laughs> Emma. Um, I just don't. <laughs> so it would annoy me tremendously. Okay. Okay. Um, but by the way, if you need a new, you know, new, new guy in on the scene, I'm, you know, I'm happy to do it, and so is Jed. I no doubt. Well, oh, mate, know, we could do it, dude. You and mate, I could do it,
1: mate. Would you want to be in the studio or out and about? You Oh, I'd want to be, oh, out, want out, to be out and about, but but I think We'd we could. I think we could take it in turns. Take it in That's turns. Because I, 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 would kill to just jump off helicopters and run around and find clues. Um, Commandeer a jetski. You know me. what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. From series to series, you swap around. That'd be so yeah. good.
0: Uh, mate, I, 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 Well, I listen, I'm up for it like you are. So if, if anyone Hunt. wants to re- bring back, bring back Treasure, Treasure Hunt 2018, 2019, perhaps, I think it's probably best for <laughs> pitching next year. Nice. Um, let's do it. Let's make it happen.
1: I wonder who wants make to write. I'm actually going to look into that. <laughs> yeah,
0: we should do. We should do. And
1: we should also think about wrapping up and
0: uh, scoring yeah. these two shows let's together because I think um, we've enjoyed both shows immensely this yes, week. I know really I certainly did. have. Mm-hmm. um they're both going to get high scores from me but yeah. it was taskmaster first and it was your choice so what do you want to give it
1: oh, i enjoyed it very much uh it was a surprise um i think even though one of the contestants was a little bit not really into it it kind of it almost added to it a bit because you can't have everyone being good um so actually i want to give it an eight which is a strong a strong score
0: that is a very strong score indeed. Yeah, I, I um, I'm only going to give it slightly higher because I am just obsessed with it. It's my, I would say it's probably my favorite show on television at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. I really really like it. I think it's it's clever. It's new, but it's also familiar. You love it, don't you? You want to be uh, on it. You want to be on that show. I I would. Uh, yeah, not a lot I wouldn't do to be on that show. Yeah. I right. just need to maybe make myself a bit more known and yeah. perhaps I get an invite <laughs> for season
1: 35. So um, just before we, we score the next one, I just want to give mm-hmm. you a bit more information. Um, so people trying to do radio radio versions of, of Treasure Hunt, BBC Three Counties Radio, air Treasure Quest, which is Andy Gelder in the studio and varying assistants in the radio car help two contestants to solve over a three-hour period, and then BBC Radio Norfolk did their own version of Treasure Quest in 2008 on Sunday mornings, where David Whitey presents in the studio with Sophie Little in the radio car. These were all over a decade ago, Rob. Do you know what you're going to have to do?
0: Well, I'm about to burst your bubble here, I'm afraid. Right. Because almost every BBC local Local radio radio station station does does their own version of The the quest. Quest, Okay. Uh, they, it's called like the quest or the treasure quest or something like that. And essentially treasure what happens quest, yeah. is you're given, yeah, you're given basically four, three or four mystery locations with clues, cryptic clues that the audience have to solve. Uh, and there's people out in radio cars. We have our own show on BBC Six on a Sunday morning from nine o'clock. Eric, cool. Dixon's in the, Eric Dixon's in the studio. He's got the quest master,
1: okay. um,
0: who is a uh, unknown entity. No one knows who he is. I don't even know who he is. Right. Um, and uh, out in the car is uh, presenters Barry and Liana, and they are basically directed by the listeners and by Eric.
1: Okay, so. So it does exist, and I'm,
0: that's why I say I've seen this reinvented dozens of times over, and I think that's why it's so important as a show. Okay, so. We'll... And that is why, if I can move on to my score for it. All right, go for it. I'm going to give this a 9.5.
1: Wow.
0: I think it genuinely is an incredibly impressive show. So very ambitious. And and pro and proof is that it's even in this day and age, nearly 40 years on, still being copied and, re- and reinvented. I can't believe you've given it 9.5. It's amazing. And in 1982, a thousand a thousand pounds is a massive prize in nineteen eighty-two. Oh, Come on in. What are you giving it?
1: I'm going to give it a nine. You're giving it a nine. Yeah, nine. Uh, because it's it very, is,
0: very powerful score.
1: It's the probably the most ambitious live action TV show I've seen, um, and just I like adventure stuff. I like solving clues. This has absolutely everything. Exotic locations. Probably the best Brit. One of the best British TV hosts we've ever had. Um, it's perfect. Yeah,
0: nine. It is incredible. And I'll slide that straight into the league table, which you'll be very pleased to hear. Takes it to joint second. Wow. Uh, on 18.5. Uh, it's alongside the likes of Sesame Street, Lost, The Office, UK version, obviously, Breaking Bad and Sopranos. <laughs> I mean that is weird company to be amongst so I'll be totally honest with you but uh, I didn't expect it
1: I really didn't while I was watching I didn't expect it to get this high but no it's 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 perfect and Taskmaster reaches a total of 17 with their
0: scores combined. Uh, so that goes in alongside quite a few, actually. Daredevil, Sherlock, Orange is the New Black, which, by the way, is back very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Young Ones, The Simpsons, Blind Spot, Luther, Twilight Zone, The Prisoner, Hill Street Blues, Fraggle Rock, Animaniacs, Jessica Jones, and People Just Do Nothing. Wow. So it's quite a lot on 17. But it's, a, it's a very popular spot to be in the league table. That's um, right. But it's it's also an impressive list that is quite considerable company
1: Wow so I, um,
0: this has been a high scoring week very high scoring week what do we follow it with I have a suggestion okay uh, if I may go first Ooh, okay um, because uh, by the time this has gone out in in just a few days time after this episodes available
1: yeah
0: uh, it will be the 50th anniversary of a, a- Hugely iconic show, okay. uh, and they are going to be airing the pilot episode on television to the, to the exact hour, 50 years on from its first airing. 50, 50 so, years on? Yeah, five 50. zero.
1: Right, bloody hell, okay. So
0: on, on Tuesday, the 31st of July, yep. if you oh, are available, I, I think, think it'll, it'll be, be 8 o'clock, o'clock. I do, do check. Um, not your time in LA, of course, it'll be UK time. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, they will be re-airing the pilot episode of Dad's Army. Wow! So I want to do that next week if we can, because if it's it's fifty years on, we could potentially even just watch it almost at the same time wherever we might be uh, next week, and then have have a chat about it uh, later that evening or maybe the following day or something like that. So Dad's Army for me next week, please.
1: I don't think I've ever seen that, but I know a show that in my mind is similar to that in terms of it is a historical uh, sitcom. Um, okay. yeah, it's the first one that sprang to mind as soon as you mentioned Dad's Army, Um, and that's a low, a low, a low, low, a low. That is absolutely dun, dun, dun. perfect. Yeah, I mean it's both war-based,
0: yeah, uh, both of the same sort of era, yeah, both iconic in their own way. Uh, I think that I think that works perfectly, mate. That's that's a great. Yeah. I look forward to that a lot. Um, exactly. Always look forward to it on this on this pilot podcast, yeah, but
1: and we'll do it in person this time. <laughs>
0: Okay, brilliant. So when when are you back in the country?
1: Oh, wow, okay. Um, actually, I'm not back until next week, Thursday.
0: Okay, well, well. listen, either way, the podcast will be available every week, so if you yeah. haven't subscribed already, please do so via iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Uh, you can obviously also find it from the Post Pop Podcasts website. You can. Uh, just head to postpoppodcasts.com forward slash the pilot, and they're all there. All 64 will be there once you can hear this. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can leave some comments below uh, rate and review it as well and your suggestions are very welcome for shows to watch Um, I would like to sort of make mention to the fact that Dad's Army was a suggestion to me because I was told about this 50th birthday airing so uh, thank you to Mark and to Paul for mentioning it to me yeah. Uh, if you want to let us know what shows you're watching and what we need to go away and watch and review, yes. you can find us on Twitter. Jed
1: Shepherd. Uh Well, before that, I just want to say, um, do you remember I asked you if you could tally up the scores of uh, who um, who has the most wins per week? Because this is a Versus show. and uh, Yeah. And I can see you've Um, you've done the tally, haven't you? I have. have. let
0: me update it very quickly um, because it's it's only up to 60. So let me just get to 61. Hang on. Let me add the last three or four episodes. Okay. So uh, that makes that.
1: So as you guys know, um, as this is a versus show, we haven't really played up the versus thing too much because a lot of the time we're in agreement with things. But when we suggest a show... I expect my show to win and Rob's the same. So let's Oh, see. vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And let's see who, who's currently in the league. Uh, so let me hit the uh, save button. So you, you should be able to see the scores there. But in case, in, in,
0: in case you haven't got the updated version, <laughs> I Jed, I shall, I shall read it to you now. We have drawn five times That's in 64 right. episodes. Yeah. I have won. 21 times out of 64, which means you have a you have a winning score of 38 at the moment, so I have a long, long way to (laughs) catch up. Oh god, okay. I've got to try harder, mate. <laughs> I've got all the big guns in the bag. All the big guns are sitting by a rating. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Um,
1: all right. That's great. So,
0: Jed Shepherd on Twitter, if people want to find you yeah. and let you know uh, what shows to watch, what can we?
1: where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, at Jed Shepard, J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D.
0: P-H-E-R-D. <laughs> that was never going to work, was yeah. it? It's
1: hard to do it transatlantically. <laughs>
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can. Find, so that's J E D S H E P H E R D. It's never gonna work, mate. Let's stop. let stop trying. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at the Jellyman Man. That's T H W Jelly Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so feel free to tweet us your suggestions. Use the hashtag. Put it on the list, yep. and we will put it on the list, and we'll put it at the top as well. So we'll do your suggestions uh, before all the ones we've got so far on the list uh, right. from our brains as well. And uh, brilliant, Jed. We'll enjoy enjoy the last uh, few days in LA, and uh, I will see you when you're back, uh, yeah. and we'll be back next week for Take Sixty Five. Dad's Army versus Hello, Hello.
1: Yeah, and that just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. And a wall, crocodile.